Welcome to today's episode of One Step at a Time, which is part of your Living Rooms podcast series, promoting their person-centered services for people with hoarding disorder and hoarding tendencies. My name is Alex Klokaris and I'm a life coach and a personal development consultant. My role within your living room is as a group facilitator and a telephone life coach. Now today we're going to talk about mindfulness. Mindfulness is a term that has become a household name, a household term. And I'm sure many of you listeners have heard about it. But um, what is it actually about? And what does mindfulness actually mean? Um, Well, if we think about our mind, our usual state of mind as being very fragmented, There's always a kind of a a chatter, a chatter going on in the background. There's this kind of low-level anxiety very often. And there's all sorts of thoughts, judgmental thoughts, critical thoughts, um, worry about the past, worry about the future. Um, We're reacting to things. Uh, We're either either kind of... um, there's, There's either... Excuse me, there's either either an aversion or a grasping. So we're either moving away from something or we're we're wanting to go towards something. So it's a constant restlessness and it's an autopilot. It's what our thoughts do. It's an autopilot and it's always on. And what's more, we're also at the mercy of our external circumstances. So we're a bit like a leaf a leaf in the wind, and the wind takes us here and there and everywhere. So, where does mindfulness come in? Mindfulness is about creating a gap. It's about stepping out of the mechanics of the mind. As uh, someone called John Kabat-Zinn said, he is... um, a gentleman who brought um, the concept of meditation and mindfulness from the East and secularized in a secularized form, so in a non-religious form, to the West. Um, uh, And is a, a, a key character in doing so. He describes it as paying attention in a particular way on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally. So paying attention, that's to the moment, noticing, deliberately noticing, and bringing ourselves in the, in the present moment. And the non-judgmental aspect of mindfulness is very important. It's about allowing things to be what they are without placing value judgments. So it's not about whether I like or don't like something. I just notice it as it is. So mindfulness can also be described as a 
a mental state achieved by focusing our, our awareness on the present moment in the here and now. One of the ways we can do this is to be in touch with any or any combination of our five senses. And bringing ourselves to the moment. So if you think about stopping and watching a beautiful sunset, for those few moments, those few minutes that you're observing the sunset, you are in a mindfulness state. You are just being in the moment with the sunset. There are no, you're not worrying, you're not ruminating, you're just being. Children are naturally mindful. Children are very much live in the present. Children will walk into a room and go towards various objects and examine them, look at them, um, feel them. Uh, and that is another aspect of mindfulness. Um, a gentle curiosity. If we can bring a gentle curiosity to our days, there we then we encourage a kind of a freshness of being in the moment of each day. Now, why why has mindfulness really taken off? How how come it is has become so popular? Um, it has many many benefits, including it can bring about a long term change in our mood and our level of well being. It can help us to become more aware. We can train our minds to become more aware of our thoughts and therefore manage them better. We can ask ourselves every now and then, is this a helpful thought? If I'm sitting down with my coffee and beginning to think of uh, um, an unpleasant interaction in the past or or, or a crisis or a trauma, to what extent am I helping myself by entertaining those thoughts and by reliving the past? So that's one way that we can capture a thought before it gathers momentum. And then we can make the choice of, no, I'm not going there. This isn't helpful. And we then can shift our attention towards something different to distract us or a positive thought that is part of mindfulness cultivating that aspect of ourselves that can observe and you'll be able to do it in little bits parts of the day but the more you practice it um, the more naturally it will come so it's not about mindfulness let's be clear, it's not about stopping thoughts because thoughts don't stop, but rather observing them from a distance, almost as if you're sitting in a field and there's a, a road ahead and the cars are going by, the vans, the buses, and each vehicle is a thought. What we're not doing is we're not attaching ourselves to the vehicle. We're just noticing that, ah, there goes a bus, okay, there goes a van, 
Another analogy that may be of help is if our own awareness is the blue sky and the thoughts are the clouds, being aware of thoughts passing by, clouds passing by, um, and when we find ourselves going into a cloud or into a thought and we realize we're now in the thought and we're in the story, etc., we then gently escort our attention back to the blue sky. And then another thought will come. And then again, gently, once we realize we're engaged in the thought, we bring our attention back to the, back to the awareness, back to the blue sky. Now, scientific studies have um, uh, uh, more and more um, proven and there's a growing body of evidence to show that there is definitely less stress, less irritability, uh, more peace of mind, more focus, greater ability to relax, greater energy, reduction in anxiety. The benefits are endless. One of the aspects of mindfulness or also to remember is peace of mind, is um, compassion. Compassion that can bring us peace of mind. That's self-compassion. So if you're in the habit of being very hard on yourself, bring an element of self-compassion um, and kindness to yourself. When you catch yourself berating yourself, when you catch your inner critic uh, making a lot of noise in your head, just realize that you are doing that. Recognize it as a habitual thought, a thought that's on autopilot, and begin to retrain your mind by bringing in more compassion and saying something kinder to yourself. For example, at the end of the day, you can say, hey, I've done my best today and tomorrow is another day. Some practical uh, ways that we can bring uh, mindfulness um, into our lives. Um, noticing. Noticing, again, going back to the senses, uh, put your attention on an object. It could be a natural object. And just spend a couple of minutes. You may be sitting at your desk. Just spend a couple of minutes observing. Observing. It could be the glass of water that's on your desk. Look at it as if you're looking at it for the first time like an alien coming to earth and looking at an object. And just notice the light reflections, the color, the texture, the stillness of it. And immerse yourself into the activity of just observing. And what happens in that moment is that you stop thinking. You have a break from your mind. Um, another one is to simply become aware of your breath. 
I do this in supermarket queues sometimes or where I have to wait, waiting rooms. So it just involves simply bringing your attention to your breath. There's no uh, special breathing that, that we have to do, but just noticing the sensation of a breath coming in, filling the lungs, any movement in your chest or your tummy if it's a deep breath and then exhaling the air and just doing two or three breaths and concentrating just on noticing the breath can give us quite a nice little calming calming effect and by the way we apparently take about 20,000 breaths a day um, and all, of course, most of the time we take for granted. So bringing our attention to a breath every now and then can really help to, to ground us. Other practical mindfulness techniques are if the phone rings, for example, maybe pause and just return to yourself for a few seconds before answering the phone. We can do mindful walking. Um, a famous uh, monk uh, and master called Thich Nhat Hanh um, said uh, once that we can walk on the earth as if our walk, as if our feet are kissing the earth. So walk as if your feet are kissing the earth with each step and feel the solidity of the earth beneath you. Those simple practices can give us a lot of um, peace. They can be an anchor and they can give us little breaks from our ever-chattering mind every now and then. Another one is uh, that you can do, um, dear listeners, is a body scan. And that involves, again, just pausing for a minute and doing a little quick body scan, going through, starting from the top of your head, right down to your jaw, um, around your eyes, your neck, your shoulders, and you travel all the way down noticing, without judging, different sensations in your body and just being with them. And um, an another one for if you're feeling anxiety is to really feel your feet on the ground and imagine roots growing right down from the bottom of your feet into the earth and visualizing a white light coming from your crown right down through your body all the way down to the roots and the white light refreshing and rejuvenating every cell of your body. Now these little strategies you can do anywhere at any time. No one needs to know um, that you're doing them and you will be refreshed by the end of them. There are many, many resources 
um, available on the internet. There are some great books about and you can explore this subject as deeply as as you would like. Um, But if it's something that you think you will benefit and that you can incorporate into your life, um, it's highly recommended. One last uh, mindfulness strategy I want to share with you today is the five senses strategy. And you can use it in, in, in different ways. One of the ways I use it is just stop at any given moment, close your eyes and see if you can hear five, if you can locate five different sounds. So there may be sounds like your own breathing or a chair creaking. It may be a bird um, singing. And give yourself a few moments of just listening and seeing if you can identify five sounds. I will leave you with a mindfulness blessing, shall we say. It come, it's actually the loving kindness um, meditation. It comes from the Buddhist tradition. And there are many versions of it. This is a, a great way of blessing yourself and expanding outwards with good intentions to everyone around. And it goes something like this. May I be happy. May I be well. May I be peaceful and at ease. May I be free. May you be happy. May you be well. May you be peaceful and at ease in the world. May you be free. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, Thank you for tuning in. And we hope that you will join us on our next episode of One Step at a Time.